Hey, this is Kat Kahn from Knoxville, Tennessee. And Tanya Rice from Minneapolis, Minnesota. We are grateful you've joined us. And we cannot wait to share with you the musings of a couple of yogis. We hope you learn, laugh, and enjoy. And we hope you will share with us any of your comments or questions. Without further ado, this is Two Pittas on a Pod. Well, hello, Kathleen. Hello there, Tanya. How the heck are you? I'm just fabulous. Just fabulous. Trying to get a new iPhone. And, you know, I the 15s just came out. And I have an 11. And when the 12s came out, because they had such a good camera, Edward gave me a 12 for Christmas that year. Well, they were on back order. So by the time they came in, it was like February. And I was like, yeah, that's already six months past almost. I'll wait till September and get the next one. I've done that every single year. So now <laughs> I tried to go get the 15 Pro Max and it's on back order until November. And I you, I don't know, but I bet our recordings are going to be amazing when I get a new phone <laughs> that we can record through. It's going to be fabulous. I bet. What are we recording about today? We are talking about back and balance. So we're talking Ooh. about, you know, having a strong core, you know, the why you need a strong core, you know, balance in your body, balance in your mind, talking about all this stuff. And who in life has not had a back issue? I don't have a bad back, but I have had a back issue. I've tweaked my back before. You know? 100%. Even if mm -hmm. you are not a chronic back pain person, mm -hmm. most everybody at some point in time has done something. They were like, oh, my back. What I heck? know. What yeah. did I just do? What did I just yeah. do? Yeah. <laughs> uh, one thing that when we... When we have people that come into the studios with back pain, they'll show us a lot of the things that the physical therapist may have shown them to do. And most of it is centered around creating a strong core to help protect the back because people want to do crunches all day long, but they forget about the other muscles. They forget about their obliques. They forget about their lats. They forget about all the muscles of the core. And all they think about is wanting six pack abs, or even if not a six pack, at least a two-pack, you know, <laughs> but it, the sick, the abs really has a lot more to do. I mean, seeing your abs has a lot more to do with body fat than your core strength. And so you really want to focus on having a strong core, not just so you can run around on the beach in Hawaii in a thong bikini, but because you want to be able to move through life, you know, without injury and you can help prevent injury by just having a strong core that helps reduce our back pain. Having a strong core helps our balance and our stability and improves our posture as we both sit nice and tall. It improves the way that we move, that may, the way we lift our groceries up and put them in the car, the way we lift our grandbabies up, the way we uh, perform athletically. So having a strong core is a very foundational part of having healthy back. Healthy back. And I think that like drives us into like what all is involved, like, right. You consider that core from basically the top of the pelvic girdle all the way to the base of the skull, really. And what is involved with that is vertebra, ribs, that'd be the bones of the structure. And then you consider all the muscles. You brought up the core muscles in the front, the side, but then also the very important core muscles of the back. Mm -hmm. And then mm -hmm. also disc health, spinal cord protection, the nerve 
nerves and the ganglia that are trying to feed our organs, our muscles, our arms, our limbs, our extremities, like all of the happenings that are related to the back, which then translate into balance, which is kind of where we wanted to take this conversation of back and balance. But, you know, you think about what what's the importance of the bones and the structure. It's really relationship to structure and balance. Like it's what holds us mm-hmm. up. Mm-hmm. Like if it weren't for bones, we'd be squishy, squashy messes, right? Mm-hmm. So it's what gives us, you know, the structure, the muscles is what gives us stability. And you kind of reference it anytime we've tweaked our back. It's usually because we were probably doing something without actually engaging muscles and bang, that's right when it happened. Like we weren't consciously saying, oh, hey, I'm about to bend over. And like we give the example, your husband Edward said this in our discussion in the podcast when we interviewed Edward is, is just something as simple as, hey, you could have been lifting up a piece of soap and tweaked your back because in it, you weren't really thinking about consciously engaging your core. You might have been thinking mm-hmm. about engaging your feet and your ankles so you didn't slip in the shower, but you weren't thinking about your core at the time, and that's how you tweaked your back. Mm-hmm. Then you also think about the intelligence of your discs and your spinal cord and the importance of the sensory nerves, the importance of the communication to and from the central nervous system. Like That's the highway of information that's mm-hmm. going from your fingers fingertips to your brain and then back again telling you how to act or behave right so there's communication both ways happening through that space so there's so much that goes into that very important column mm-hmm. in the back of the body and then being mindful like how does that apply to our lives and we say balance as a whole but we're talking not just physical balance but we're talking mental balance spiritual mm-hmm. balance like emotional balance emotional balance mm-hmm. If you are hurting, you're not going to be successful in a lot of ways, right? Because all your mind can feel is that discomfort. And although you try to be present, there's a part of you that's like, gosh, I hurt right now. Could you just finish what you're saying <laughs> so I could go take some Advil or put some ice yeah. on my back, or, right? Like it's difficult to be all in when you're suffering back pain. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 100%. Yep. The importance of that posterior chain, which when we say posterior chain, we're basically talking about the chain of command that happens between the muscles in that alignment and how that posterior chain in association with the core is critical for physical balance in yoga, mm-hmm. right? And a lot of times, and you know, in my health coaching intake form, I always ask people how their balance is and if they need help on their balance. And I, it's been funny to me how so many people will tell me, no, 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 I don't need help with balance until they really think about it. Because you don't really think about the balance. It never crosses your mind unless you can't balance, mm-hmm. you know, but about everything we do includes balancing, walking, Includes balancing getting out of a chair, includes balancing tying your shoe, putting on your shoes, putting on your socks from standing. You have to have strong muscles just to keep yourself steady. I mean, you know, you you remember your kids when they were learning to walk, they were all over the place. Yeah. I love in yoga to put people in something as simple as mountain pose and have them close their eyes. And I usually have them do something with their hands, but have them close their eyes and feel the way they're 
body feels standing there with their eyes closed. Because when your eyes are open, you can stand very steady. You can stand pretty steady with them closed also, but you're more aware of the shifting in your body. And I find that to be such an incredible exercise to remind people that even when you're standing up, you're still balancing, but you learned and you adapted your muscles so that they were strong enough to keep you steady so that you can do all those things that you do every day, you know? And so you can train balance. And a lot of times, a lot of people, my daughter used to fall up the stairs in high school. She had a a double-decker high school and she has never been a very graceful, balanced person. I hope she's not listening to this episode, but she, she would agree and laugh. But, you know, a lot of times as people age, they start losing their balance for a lot of different reasons. They could have structural issues. They could have loss of muscle. They could have so many things going on with them that that would be a whole nother episode. But there's a lot of things that you can do and we do it all the time in yoga, but there's a lot of things that you can do that involves exercises that strengthen the muscles that keep us upright. And that really includes your, a lot of, you know, work on your legs, a lot of work in your core. And as you age, do you remember that commercial? I don't know if you remember it. It was a, some, it was like from the nineties, help I fallen and I can't get up it. We don't want anyone that ever listens to this episode to be that person. We want you to do, even if you're like, well, I'm 30, I'm not going to fall. You know, it doesn't matter. I have clients that come to me that are really young that struggle with balance. Yeah. I have clients who have come to me and they'll be like, I did the most idiotic thing. I tripped and fell and broke my ankle or Mm -hmm. I can't believe it, but I slipped on the ice and I landed on my elbow and dislocated my shoulder. Or, I mean, we hear it all the time in Minnesota because we have to deal with ice and falls. It's common, Mm -hmm. right? And, you know, the importance of like we were talking about that posterior chain, but there's so many parts to those pieces. Like when we talk about vertebra and bones, the importance in not just yoga balance, but life balance and postural balance is really the importance of stacking those bones to create that alignment ease. And I say ease because when we're fighting against it, it's when we're going to struggle, right? But your body does have natural curves to it. And if we're heating those natural curves and we're finding a nice stacked alignment, it is actually less work for our body than when we're out of alignment with those bones being not stacked Mm -hmm. properly, right? Because then we have to compensate for it. Another thing is like you think about like the slumped shoulders and man, my shoulders are so tight. Well, for sure, because they're in this curved formation instead of, you know, a straight formation where everything is equalized. Right. And you consider the importance of core and you and I both talk about this in our class is we oftentimes and and teachers sometimes maybe don't remember to remind people that it's not just about drawing the belly button towards the spine to engage the core, but it's also using those back muscles to hug it all together, right? Mm -hmm. Because both parts of the core, front and back, are critical for balance. And being able to associate the front and the back, right, using the terms like standing tall or growing tall through the crown of the head or that that description of like pressing the shoulder blades up and in and then drawing the belly button against it so that you're using the intelligence of both 
right? Mm -hmm. Front and back. So being mindful, if you're a teacher or student, to remember when you engage core, you're engaging front and back, not mm -hmm. one or the other. Yeah, and you may try a very a variety of cues to help your students because it's amazing what will click with one person and what will click with someone else. So mm -hmm. if you always say one thing, try every once in a while just to give a different cue. Because it's amazing how people, if you try a different cue, will come up and go, oh my gosh, I finally got that. That made so much sense to me. Better. Oh my gosh, that resonated with me. I've mm -hmm. never heard that cue before. And now all of a sudden, I like the pose. I used to hate that pose. Right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. For sure. And then, of course, there's the intelligence of, even though not directly related to core or back, but Dristy and the mm -hmm. importance of Dristy to your balance. But I suppose, in theory, Dristy is relative to your cervical spine because you, in order to have proper engagement of of Dristy either need to choose chin parallel or chin lifted or chin tucked mm -hmm. in order to engage Dristy, which therefore means you're using your cervical spine, which is part of the back. So I mm -hmm. guess it applies. Yeah. <laughs> But how important Dristy is, not just noticing the importance of whether or not you have applied a Dristy, but whether or not once applied, that sensory information is traveling the length of the spinal cord again. And now you're like, oh, yes, I see the wall. I see my focal point. I'm standing strong. I've engaged everything. I'm all in. And now you've applied both core strength, back strength, Dristy and intelligence, sensory communication up the spinal column, like it's all mm -hmm. involved. Mm -hmm. You know, some of the things that you can easily do to work on your balance. Uh, first off, I love giving people a physical drishti to work on if they're uh, to look at when they are working on their balance. Um, and it can be a spot across the room or on the floor or on the ceiling. Um, I've been challenging most of my people. I don't know if yours in the studio. Most of my people find a spot on the floor or they have some kind of a gemstone or something they stare at on the floor. It's a big difference if you're used to looking at the floor. All of a sudden you move your drishti up a little bit. It's very different as far as your balance goes. But so using that drishti to focus on when you balance. But even if you're washing dishes at night, stand on one leg, challenge yourself to do more things for your physical balance. You know, you can uh, walk with, you can walk heel toe, you know, practice walking like on a balance beam, practice standing up and sitting down without using your hands. That's one of my big things that I do in the studio is have people get up and down out of the floor without their hands. Because what if you can't use your hands for some reason, or that just helps build those get up, get down, stay out of the nursing home uh, muscles. If you do knee lifts, you know, and hold a knee up, hold a knee outside. Tai Chi and yoga, of course, are great for balance just overall. I love, and I don't have one now. I used to have one, but I love Bosu balls. They are just incredible for balance. And so you can always improve your balance just with those little things. Stand in tree pose while you're stirring soup, things like that. And you can improve your balance by changing it up, move from tree pose to a standing pigeon and you know, move things around and close your eyes in tree pose. So there's a lot of ways that you can just gently work on your balance. Oh, yeah, for sure. Like I always think about, you know, being mindful, like you're wherever you are. Most often we're 
inclined to shift our weight into one leg or the other anyways. The problem is, is that when we're shifting our weight into one leg or the other with other leg, what we're doing is we're trying to take weight out of our feet, but we're not being core centered anymore. Like we do it, like we're standing in line somewhere and we're like, oh, I'm tired on my feet. So we shift our weight to one hip or the other, and we actually take our back out of alignment. So instead, be mindful like Kat's saying and saying, okay, well, here's the deal. I want to take weight out of my right foot. So I'm going to stand in tree pose and I'm going to acknowledge, okay, I'm giving my right foot a break but I have to be core centered so I don't fall out of tree pose and I need to keep my hip and my spine in alignment so I'm not just jacking my hips because a lot of times when we're tired on our feet, we shift the weight into our hips to take pressure out of our feet. What we don't realize is how much damage we then do to our hips and our low back. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. But being conscious about it is fantastic tool for creating stability Mm -hmm. and it can be in low doses. Friends, there is absolutely nothing wrong with placing your hand on the wall and strengthening the muscles that are needed to be Mm -hmm. practicing balanced postures. I love doing balance poses at the wall. I find Mm -hmm. that I can teach students so much more about their body when they actually take the full component of balance out of it and instead are half balancing where they're training the muscles in the ankle, training the muscles in the knee, or allowing themselves to completely open up because they've taken just a little bit of the fear of the balance out of it and can Mm -hmm. really get into the whole of the posture and Mm -hmm. build strength from the ground up. I love it. Mm -hmm. Yep, I do too. Crazy. Good stuff. Balance and back strength. Do you have any books you want to share? Well, I think that you have a couple of good books within your Baron Baptiste book. But then I also think that there's a great amount of uh, intelligence of the spine in the Yoga Anatomy book which is the um, Anatomy of Hatha Yoga book. You and I have talked about this book, but there's like maybe almost a hundred pages on the spine in that book. And I love it. There is a wonderful book and I was trying to, there it is. It's called Foundation by Eric Goodman. It's Redefine Your Core, Conquer Back Pain with Move and Confidence. And I had only heard of this book because one of my yogis struggled with back pain forever and, and yoga was helping a lot, but she came in and gave me a copy of this book and said, this book is fabulous. And it's a very good book, but it is again called Foundation, Redefine Your Core, Conquer Back Pain and Move with Confidence by Eric Goodman. It's a good book. That does sound like a good book. I love it. Mm -hmm. Two good books on anatomy and the spine. Mm -hmm. Check them out. There's a lot to be said, friends, about taking care of your back health and being able to incorporate intelligent alignment, strength through the core, front and back to help with your balance, not just with your yoga postures, but your balance physically in life, keep you protected from falls, but also just your general balance mentally and spiritually. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Perfect. I'm Kat Kahn. And I'm Tanya Rice. And this is Two Pittas on a Pod signing off. Thank you for listening to Two Pittas on a Pod. We're grateful you joined us. Join us again for more musings of a couple of yogis. We hope you learned, laughed, and enjoyed this podcast, and we hope you will share your comments or questions. Email us at twopittasonapod at gmail.com. And like us on Facebook and Instagram at twopittasonapod.